Welcome to the TALON project. TALON stands for Teaching and Learning Online Network. As we adjust to the new COVID-19 reality, TALON provides a platform for sharing and discussing resources and practices for remote education. You can learn more at taloncloud.ca. Enjoy this episode. Okay, hi Tom. Thanks for agreeing to be part of our, our Talon expert interview series. Um, if you could introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what do you do, who you work for, that would be great. Okay, first of all, thank you very much for inviting me to, to do this. It's a great honor, thank you. Um, my name is Tom Burns. I'm a senior lecturer at London Metropolitan University. I work within CPED, which is a professional development team uh, that runs the PG Cert. And on that, I am a module leader for FSL, that's facilitating student learning, and a co-tutor on CED, which is curriculum evaluation and development. My background is as a non-traditional student, I sort of left school at 15, went into the building trade, had a great time, earned a lot of money, but at 26, school called and went back and haven't left since. Um, and there, my background developed in my interest in literature and text and deconstructing texts and so on, which then opened the way for me getting involved in learning development because in all the, the sort of theory and tools that I've learned within literary criticism and film theory that I taught at the University of Essex, I found applicable to academic discourse, academic practices, and actually unpicking them and then thinking of good ways of transmitting and engaging uh, non-traditional students who needed shortcuts to academic discourse, academic practice, and how to be themselves in it. Um, I say that earlier about that background in transmitting is because first of all, um, I thought that's in a way what it was, that they needed these really quick, short, sharp mechanisms to enable students to understand exactly what the essay was, exactly how to take notes. Um, what was the difference between a report and a dissertation and so on. And that practice we developed and we wrote about in uh, essential study skills guides for students and for tutors. But since then, I, I find a whole field of learning development to be much more nuanced. One, as students have changed, and the student never stays the same, but also in what was taken for granted in my day, which was the welcoming and the um, supporting of non-traditional students um, became diminished with the uh, widening of participation and so on. So I've actually found that there has to be a much more holistic approach to learning development and study skills when dealing directly with students and now uh, 
use, uh, developing that with, with staff on FSL and CED for FPG Cert. Thank you for that detailed introduction. Very interesting. Um, now that we know with COVID-19 has everything had to move quite quickly to the online world. So we all done remote teaching and students have done remote learning. How did you experience that move? What was a challenge um, when moving online? Well, I've been in engaged in online learning and online approaches. So initially, it sort of wasn't a shock. But actually, once you, you become further involved and that realisation that you was all online is, yes, it was quite a, quite a shock, quite a shock. And, and that unravelled over time in sort of supporting in staff, which is mostly what I do. But the sort of feedback that was coming is staff were reporting back to me initially that students had sort of moved seamlessly on online and it was working well. Um, attendance and engagement was even up and, and this seemed, uh, yeah, so it seemed really, really positive. Um, but since then is that's been dealing with subject staff. When I've actually been dealing with support staff, you get a slightly different approach whereabouts, and this is the wonderful thing about being support staff and being in that third space, is that they could reveal to the support staff some of the sorts of issues that they were having around access, around broadband, um, and, and uh, some of the isolation that, that they felt. So sort of, you know, and, and in a way, it, what this means is, is that re-examining of, of that practice, re-examining of, of what we actually mean by engagement online. That, um, I always found it clumsy that attendance was thought of as a proxy for engagement. And, and these are all things for further research and, and, and collaborative conversations about with support staff, with subject staff, and sort of wider support staff through, through technology and student services. But yes, it, it has been a shock. What would you then say has been a good thing you experienced when moving to online or remote teaching? Um, anything you were surprised by maybe, or something you thought like that really worked well with, you know, my, with my staff learners, something, you know, you thought, that's been a, an actually a positive move that happened. Well, I, I, I suppose, um, in a way, what I just said before, because um, I, I, I felt okay with teaching online and thought I understood what it, what it was. But when it actually happened, and, and you have to walk the talk, um, you find you have to examine your practice examine what you had taken for, for granted. And it, it, it's made me reflect back on exactly what the, 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 the mechanisms are of what makes my, uh, our, I tend to teach lots, face-to-face uh, -face teaching uh, so successful. 
and then how to reproduce that online. And I suppose, in a way, the positive was, and I sort of knew this from the theory, but it's not reproduce what you did face to face. This is start from the beginning. Start from that exactly what is social engagement, what actually does an induction look like, what does an icebreaker look like online. Not think I did this within the face-to-face -face, and how do I get that to work in, in, in the virtual world, but now I'm in the virtual world, what's, what's the sort of capacities that are available there that I can harness? Um, so that of examining of, of face-to-face -face practice and always being dis being disruptive being, and yeah examining now what does make an effective online encounter is there um a favorite either software or tool or a resource you you like to draw up on when you know preparing for your teaching is there anything you regularly draw up on um Maybe it's, it's something online, but maybe it's also a book or something, or a theory or a concept. Um, well, I, I suppose really, if the the, the theory um, is, is is the dialogic, is is the theory, is the dialogic, and and the tool that I found most useful for that is actually sort of Google Collaborate videos within Teams, where you can have joint meetings, one to one meetings. Um, and the chat box <laughs> and the chat box uh, and even sort of um, yeah reproducing in a, in a different way but sort of um, back to basics of really making sure you are communicating and being inclusive so I I know not to bombard people with emails and so on, but what I found really useful is to email students, participants, and say, I'm going to call you, or can I call you at this time? And then call and then support that with a document and so on. So you're taking that, that contact and supporting and scaffolding it and then being face to face um, it's been really nice. It's been really, in some ways, it, it can be, be, be more personal than actually being in the classroom. You're, you're both in your own or neutral spaces where the classroom or the office is always someone's office and so on. And that when you do face to face, you're both in a, your own or a neutral space. Uh, and I found that to, to, to have really been revelatory actually of how effective that communication can be one-to-one -one and, and within team talks. Um, a question that follows up on that, um, you know, where do you think we're going um, with higher education? We usually ask in the next 10 years. I mean, at the moment we have sometimes difficulties to predict tomorrow. But, you know, longer term, where do you think where we're going um, with higher education? Um, especially in, in terms of the teaching, which is now mainly, you know, online. 
do you think it's going to stay there? Do you think it's going to move back? Or do you hope it's going to move back? Or do you see even new things emerging or, you know, developing? Um, you know, the sort of meta one, it, it's hard to, to envisage this going back to what it was be, 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 before. Um, I know from you know, my own work, and, and don't tell the bosses this, but I have been able to be so much more productive um, working from home. Um, I've actually found it um, actually can be a lot more meaningful because um, you're sort of picking and choosing to have those meetings, those conversations and so on with peers, with staff, with students. Um, and I actually find that they can be a lot more engaging because they can be less intimidating than, uh, than being face-to-face, -face, say, within whose space and so on that, that you're in. So I see many positives of, 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 of be, being on, on, online. Um, I am old now. <laughs> I am old. There is what that student experiences of university. And I went to a campus university for my undergraduate degree. And it was just wonderful. Being within thousands of people that was all immersed within doing their degrees. The clubs, the societies and so on that was taking place. Um, that you couldn't avoid being involved with because someone would drag you there. There would be, you would, you would finish lectures one time at what, and, and you'd be coming down the stairs and there would be a quartet <laughs> playing classical music at the bottom of the stairs. Um, I'd never experienced such a thing and I wouldn't have experienced that un unless for, for being on a, on a campus university. The drama and the theatre and, 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 and the politics and so on. That yes, my university produced many politicians and and so on and, and dramaturgists. Um, that was not there for the politics or the drama of, of what they picked up. Um, and I suppose where I, I I see of not losing that and that particularly important. I say for the non-traditional student, but even for, I hate all these terms, the traditional student that has had that sort of um, perform performative, um, assessment-driven, outcomes-driven uh, schooling that universities can offer much, 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 much more, more than that to all to all students, to all students, um, that with this move towards being more outcome and evaluative um, uh, processes uh, and not processes driven, um, and moving online can 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 make that that more so, because there's not the serendipity, there's there's not the contingency, there's 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 not that. But I suppose 
in, in a way, it's what I never said earlier as well when we're saying about what the resources of be, being online. And I would say this in face-to-face, -face, within the future and online. The best resources there for us as staff is our peers, but also our students. I say this when I was sort of saying about the chat box being a, a great tool, is getting a student and or students to monitor the chat box during a workshop and so on, so that they feed back to you. Um, having a member, a member of the support staff coming and team teach and monitor the, the, the chat box. Really building up a feedback loop, but also that engagement. And that sort of resource as, as peers, tutors, students, I, I, I think that's what we, that will be our strength as as we move forward yeah in in any circumstances that yeah these times highlight the importance and saves your sanity as well saves your sanity yes must remember stay sane stay sane i think that's a beautiful ending i mean an important one these days for everybody um working remotely and you know being busy online and you know doing things and and you know meeting people so so but also you know looking after yourself so i think that's a nice ending to the interview thanks tom for you're welcome giving thank you for asking insight into what you do thank you yeah. this episode was produced by talon you can find the video of the interview and more at talentcloud.ca. The Talent Project is funded by the Richard Parker Initiative. It is hosted at the School of Architecture, Planning and Landscape at the University of Calgary. Thank you for listening.